Welcome back to another episode of Bad News Bears, a podcast about the news delivered badly by three friends discussing the most off-the-wall, unbelievable, but true headlines in the news, bringing you those real hard-hitting topics. I am your host, Octavio, and with me today is just Will. It's just a me and Will day. I'm here. Yeah, it's just us. Just us. Should change That's that to two friends discussing. Oh, two friends. News, yeah, sorry. But two friends discussing the most off-the-wall news. Unbelievably yeah. but true. Unbelievable Unbe- but true. See, I think it's unbelievable but true, but Emily's like, oh, it's unbelievably true. Yeah, well, anyway, she's not here today. We can yeah, well, she's not here. So we can... Ow, fuck, that hurt. <laughs> Good? Oh, uh, yeah, I just fell. <laughs> We're a little squirrely today. Yeah. <clears throat> um, did I ever tell you the story when I was uh, young and dumb and got a ticket for being a minor in possession of alcohol? Which shouldn't um, surprise I, you, right? No, I think uh, it was a long time ago, probably. But the only one I do remember is the bathroom camera incident. But that's a whole different thing. Oh, uh, yeah. That was also insane. Yes. No, I was just uh, stupid up in Santa Barbara partying and got a ticket because I was walking around with a 40. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. And was it, uh, it taped to your hand, though? Were you, were you playing Edward 40 no, hands? Oh, unfortunately, I wasn't. I mean, I had no. two at one point. But they weren't taped. Chugged, yeah, I chugged one at one of the parties. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to chug the second one, but wanted to take it to the next party, which was down the street. And everyone's like, hey, do not walk around with an open container. The cops here will bust you like super quick. I was like, I'll be fine. Trust me. Where was this again? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is a college town. So they, they are really, they crack down a lot because there's there's so many. I've been there one time. And it, I went to a, a like a off-campus dorm thing where like i think it was like a big ass living room someone turned into like a four bed not even bedroom four bed uh thing and it was like 900 dollars a month for that Jesus. shared bedroom uh it was ridiculous yeah and like the the parties were all in like people's backyards right on the cliff face like oh nice super dangerous they yeah it's stupid right. so i'm just walking down the street and i see the cops and i'm like well i'm smarter than them i'm gonna put my beer down Obviously. to my side on the opposite <laughs> side that the cops are standing right yep well, they immediately single me out what that foolproof plan didn't work it didn't dude and what you kidding me the second i i walked through a crowd because i remember it like it was yesterday i was walking through a crowd with the beer to my left side the cops mm-hmm. were on my right on the other yeah. side of the street the minute i got through that crowd i heard guy in the white shirt and I just looked down. Well, See, what you what you didn't I'll know is they had those shirt. fancy new x-ray goggles that they just issued to the police. That's what you didn't know. And that's where I you fucked up. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then realized quickly that I was, in fact, wearing a white shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's you. And then I had a flashlight in my face. And <laughs> long story short, I got a ticket. <clears throat> I had to go yeah. back probably like three different times mm-hmm. for court appearances. And because they have uh, alcohol-related offenses are... Uh, so common up there. They have a what's called a youth offender program. Yeah, because I was under twenty one. They allow you to go to this four hour course, um, and learn about the dangers of alcohol. Yeah, this then, is, this is Santa Barbara's a college town, like I said. So you have if you have all these minors being incriminated for the rest of their lives, you'll have nobody with a degree able to do anything mm-hmm. because they yeah. have this record. So I, I can see why they just slap wrists instead of, uh really yeah, throw I, the book at you I, I think the worst part of it was actually having to go to an aa meeting mm-hmm. and have something signed off that i went to an aa meeting so it's me this little 17 year old 
sitting in a AA meeting listening to people's depressing ass stories. Uh, did it work though? No. Yeah, no. Nope. It was like that dare program. Yeah, I, I was like, literally, I'm, I'm like, uh, who's the NFL player? He's like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah, because he didn't like the press conferences. That was me <laughs> sitting in this AA meeting, like I'm just here so I don't go to jail. Yeah. Anyways, as I'm in this youth defender program, um, we kind of go around the room. There's probably like 30, 30 people in this in this class, and a lot of them were minor possession of alcohol, but there was a handful mm-hmm. that actually had DUIs. That if they went through this program, they would expunge the DUI from their record. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, I think it's a good thing. No, for sure it is. But how can you be... So we'll fast forward, right? If you're an adult, how do you get out of DUIs? Uh, You tell them that I have to pee real bad or I'm going to shit myself. Like, Does that work? You talk about in, you talk about in court or like you talk to the officer directly? No, you're in. Oh, once you're, you're already in, in court, court oh, in your car. Of... Yeah, you just tell them. Um, or you could do like I saw a couple of uh, Instagram reels where it's just like uh, my I, my mom is uh, down. She's hurt. She's on. You know, I'm on the phone with her. She's hurt. And so um, it's this joke. He's they, so the joke is he got pulled over, but he didn't. He never got pulled over, right? He's just calling his mom, saying, "Hey, mom, I'm pulled over right now. I need you. I told him I was speeding because you were hurt and you're at the bottom of the stairs. I need you to pretend like you fell." So he's you know they get to the house and he has his camera recording, and the mom is like all dramatic, like sprawled <laughs> out at the bottom of the stairs. And he's like, so there was never a cop, but I think that would work. I think that would be a good thing, like uh, to try. Yeah, yeah, or actively <clears throat> actually shit your pants so you can smell just, it. Yeah. Yeah, I might make sure he can smell fear. it. Out of yeah. fear, I would shit myself more yeah, than of just trying to use it to get out of a, <laughs> a DUI it's just, offense. It's more of a natural reaction, not really a, a defensive thing. Yeah, but no, there's a. I saw this story. There's a guy um, in uh, it was Northern California. I can't pronounce the city. U K I A H. Ukiah. Ukiah. Yeah, so he Ukiah. got out of a DUI and this wasn't in the field. This was in court mm-hmm. went, you know, in front of a judge and a jury pled his case. And so his defense was, I needed to drive away from my house drunk mm-hmm. because I was there with, my, <laughs> uh, I was there with my mistress and my wife came home oh. and found out that I was, cheating on her and so there was two angry women that he was now faced with so his only Best option of was yeah. to drive away drunk and you know what the jury said hey that checks out <laughs> they sided with the guy they did oh he, he got I mean, off of a DUI because he said he didn't want to face two angry women yeah I mean it was the same the hell hath no fury like a woman scorned they said that's oh. enough. You you've dealt with enough, Mister Drunk Man. You we feel bad for you, and you know what? I think you you've been punished enough. So two angry women in the same room. You've you've done your time. I mean, <laughs> listen, even listen, like, do you need protective custody because we can arrange that for you. Yeah, but you can imagine like on the jury, there's got to be you know if it's half and half, half male, half female. The guys mm-hmm. are like, man, I totally can feel that, and the women <laughs> yeah. are like. You bet your ass I was going to... If that was me, I would have killed you. So, 
Oh yeah. yeah. They all, they were all in agreement that dude, you you did the best thing for everybody in that situation yeah. by walking no one, away. You didn't hurt anyone. You just got pulled over cuz you were driving drunk. Yeah. Oh. Man, that's I think <clears throat> fight or flight really kicked in. I think he made a good choice right there. I don't I think I would have to do the same thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I mean, one woman is hard enough to deal with, as we know. Two that don't are actively angry at you. I can't, can't do it. I'd rather take my chances with the police out there. I am in agreement. Yeah. Although I love Dang my girlfriend man. and she listens, so hey, you're not a handful, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Octavio's uh, sentiments <laughs> aren't in agreement with mine, okay? I don't think you're not in a room with her and your mistress. I don't, you're not, you have nothing to worry about. That you is have nothing true. To worry about. Yeah. I would so never put myself in that situation. Does, this doesn't even apply to me. It's not, it's not anything to do with us. Yeah, these are hypotheticals. You're right. Talking about right. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, side topic. Sure. Um, have you heard of iguanas falling out of trees in Florida? You know, the, um, I, I listen to a Florida podcast and they talk about this all the time. So yeah, I have. This is a very, very common thing because they're an invasive species, just like the boas, and they have taken over uh, so- South Florida. Yeah, South Florida. Yeah. They're just everywhere. Well, because we're going through a, a pretty gnarly cold snap here in mm-hmm. um, Southern California. Like, there's snow in Corona in the foothills. Yeah, dude, I've seen like, that. I, so- I haven't seen that for like probably two, three years because mm-hmm. it happens just you know. Wasn't there snow the, on the Hollywood sign? <clears throat> yeah, there was. It got dusted with some snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that was. I saw a picture. That's wild. It's a cold. You know what's what's crazy? This is right now you're going with that cold snap. It is 80 degrees here. It is humid, and I hate. Uh, I hate everything about it. I yeah, hate everything well, about I'd it. rather. I'd rather be warm than than cold. I'd rather be cold than warm. I hate the sun. The sun well, is not my friend. I think uh, iguanas prefer the sun. I'm with they the iguanas. do. They do. The iguanas, uh, from what I understand, they uh, hate the cold so much that they just stop moving. Yeah, they freeze. They freeze because because they're cold blooded. Yeah, I think once it gets below like sixty or something like that, they mm-hmm. essentially they turn par- paralyzed. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just find them out. like they just yeah. fall out of trees. They're like blocks on, of iguana ice. Yeah, and they fall out of yeah. trees onto people. Onto people. Yeah, dude, they do. And then you can hunt them, right? Don't you get paid to hunt them? I think you get um, there's incentives to to get rid of them. They're, like I said, they're invasive species. Like the boas, I know you definitely get paid. There's competitions to uh, trap and kill boas. That's how bad it is. Like it's a sport. I know it's open season every day in Florida to kill iguanas. <laughs> I just oh, don't I know. I, you said iguanas specific. Get... I just thought that was for everything because it's Florida. Oh, uh, you might be on something there. It's it's Florida, so it's open season for what? Everything. Everything. Anything Everything. that moves, you can kill it. <laughs> Everything, yeah. Anything that moves is right. Anything. But I do not offer legal advice for those that live in Florida <laughs> to shoot anything that moves. Okay. <laughs> just iguanas. In this specific occasion, just iguanas. Just iguanas. Well, <clears throat> so this is a, a story about uh, an iguana falling on someone, but not from the Being cold. frozen. Okay. Which, again, this is why I wouldn't live there. If oh, there's to, many reasons why I wouldn't live in Florida. Mainly the heat. Yeah. Mainly the heat. Uh, well, so uh, from what I, the way you're making it sound, them falling because they're cold is very common. But what you're saying is not common. 
was not which coming. You're about no. to, what you're about to say is not coming. Okay, so I can't even. I want to hear what you're saying because I can't. Well, maybe it, it is. Maybe it is coming, but I don't live in fucking Florida. Well, I hope it it's just, not common to have something fall on you that's an iguana. Well, this just made news, so I'm like, okay. well, it had to been something kind of off, offbeat, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem number one is this yoga group in the park. That's the first problem. Is that it's there's the a yoga problem. group? The fact that there's a yoga group in the park is problem number one. Okay, what's problem number two? Problem number two is this guy uh, hanging out in the park. Well, his <laughs> oh, name I thought is you were going to stop there. I thought you were going to stop there. Problem number there's, two is this guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy. We're going to call him Michael. Okay. Because that's his what, name. I don't have a last Michael, name. Michael was part of this yoga group. Yes. Okay. And he was in the final, about to go into the final fucking whatever pose downward that, dog downward dog is my favorite mm-hmm. um, everyone's favorite yeah but get something the arch just right but he's underneath this tree and before he goes into the pose he's enjoying the sunshine and he's looking up and then he gets thwomped in the face <laughs> Did you say thwomped thwomped okay and he's confused <laughs> yeah it's like uh I, he's bleeding he's in excruciating pain well, what he didn't know was a 20 or 30 pound iguana Jeez, who was previously boy. having a duel with another iguana in the tree <laughs> 25 feet above him came flying out of the tree. Jeez, that what? high up? 25 was feet. That, so 25, 30 pounds from 25 feet up. That is a deadly weapon if I've ever heard of one. Yeah. So he was confused. It's, this is an embarrassment twofold. He got hit while doing downward dog and by the losing iguana. He or upward be, dog, yeah. Or or what? Uh, reverse cowgirl. <laughs> I think those are not yoga. Those are something else. Uh, that's that's part of another set of moves. But so he like he got hit in the face. He got thwomped. Uh, as he got said. thwomped in the face. He got thwomped in the face. Uh, and it was from the losing iguana. It couldn't mm-hmm. even be the, the victor. It was it was the loser. I don't. How big was the victor? If that was a twenty or thirty pound iguana. No. Oh. Uh, he gave a statement yeah. uh, embarrassingly uh, to the news who was there. He said, I didn't see it coming, man. It felt like <laughs> a sandbag hit me in the face. The first thing, oh, hold on. We're in Florida. Man, I didn't see it coming. Felt like a sandbag hit me in the face. A little less teeth. A little less teeth. A little less teeth. I didn't see it coming. It felt like a sandbag hit me. Whatever. <laughs> but the first thing that went well, through my head. All old. They are all old in Florida. That is true. I'm just doing a stereotypical Florida accent, man. <laughs> now, I didn't see it coming. I, I didn't know what it was. And the first thing that went through my head was it must have been a coconut, but there were no coconut trees. And then I thought, the guy next to me slugged me, but, I mean, we're in a yoga class, and it's so calm and peaceful. Why would the guy hit me? That was the statement. So he was just immediately in defensive mode and saying, this guy punched me in the face really he hard. He didn't. The last thing on his mind was it was an iguana that an fell iguana. out of right. a tree. Right. You're not expecting that. Well, if he's in South Florida, you honestly should be inspecting that. But it, yeah, no, if I'm in, in a reverse cowgirl and I'm just doing my thing, I'm, I'm going to imagine someone's upset that I'm in the park doing yoga because that's expected. Mm-hmm. Right. Someone just came up and thwomped me in the face. Not not an iguana, a big burly man who's bigger than me and can beat me up easily. Yeah. Not just regular iguana. Yeah, I said, get the hell out of my park, you dumb yogis. Right, that's Something that's like that. to be expected. Right, and that's that's an actual quote. Um, 
that's still I don't like any of that. Uh, well, I don't. He didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. He was he was hurting pretty bad. Was he uh, bleeding? Yeah, paramedics came. Oh dang! And if I personally, uh, I I couldn't imagine just trying to hold in the laughter of seeing a guy in a yoga outfit, whatever that yeah. might entail. Just uh, watch him get holding his, Yeah, holding his face and be like, all right, sir, what happened? He's like, I want to follow me. Well, God works uh, in mysterious ways, don't he? He does. I'm going to keep it in Florida. Um, I'm going to read you the headline first, okay? Okay. So we usually don't do this. I usually just tell you a story, but I... I think i want to throw you off at first so this says uh this is from florida like i said florida man throws four-year-old at bus terminal claims anti-semitism justification um was the kid a jew no then so this is a this is a social social justice uh and a sad story because it is child abuse but it's also um you gotta you gotta fight the power no matter what age you are. You know you gotta fight racism at every turn, uh, mm-hmm. young or old. It's not acceptable. And this this man lives by those beliefs. Apparently, it says uh, a 65 year old man has been charged with battery and child abuse for throwing a four year old girl against a concrete column. Not a good start, right? No, definitely not. He did it. He claims he would not tolerate anti semitism. So who's in the wrong here? The anti-Semite little girl or the 65-year-old man who abused a four-year-old? Wait, hold on. How do we know that eight-year-old's an anti-Semite? Anti-Semite. four-year-old. Four-year-old, sorry. Uh, yeah, so they arrested the, the older man. Um, it said the incident occurred around 8 p.m. on Tuesday when Nakowitz approached the girl and her mother who were sitting on a bench at the Broward County West Regional Bus Terminal on Pine Island Road. Too many words. According to Plantation Police, Nakowitz... Wait, wait, wait. The, the what, please? Plantation, the plantation, please. Plantation, please. <laughs> Come on. Nakowitz grabbed the girl by the head and threw her against a concrete column before walking away. Jesus. Um, while the girl did not sustain any serious injuries, Nakowitz was immediately identified as suspect by the girl's mother. When questioned by the officer, Nakowitz claimed that he would not stand for anti-Semitism in this country and that he had thrown the girl because of this belief. He also told the officers, as if that was enough, uh, he's going to find another kid after the attack. Another kid to throw into a concrete. He's going to find more anti Semite kids, yeah, to uh, to dole out justice. Did did he say why he believed she was an anti Semite? I, I was hoping, as I kept reading the article, that um, it would say what the girl said or why he believed the four year old girl to be an anti semite. Uh, but she doesn't doing the freaking Z Heil or something or what? Dude, I, maybe she's uh, it's like that scene in Euro Trip when he's uh, trying to find Mika in Berlin and the little brothers in the back putting the Hitler stash on and just doing the <laughs> the march. I think that's what she might have been doing. She might have been doing the 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 march uh, in the background. And he said, "No, nope, not up. my train, not my yeah. train terminal." So yeah, um, so I I don't know whose side I'm on. Uh, Racism is not okay. Uh, bashing a four year old's head into a concrete column is also not okay. I'm not sure which one of these deserves jail time though. Uh, it's going to be a hard. You must have great evidence to tell me that a four year old is actually racist. 
dude, I, I re- dude, I, I'm trying to find a different source to see if there isn't what she said and why he believed it. It kind of seems like uh, he's a crazy old man. Um, yeah, that would be my, that would be my go-to. I feel like he may have. Uh, it doesn't say drugs are involved. I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say drugs are involved, and though it doesn't say drugs are involved. Well, yeah, I'm, just Florida, so. I'm just gonna assume that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna assume, and that uh, he definitely just imagined whatever slight this little girl had done. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I to come up with, hey, this four year old girl is an anti semite. Where you again, unless she's walking around doing the freaking Zeke Heil, maybe she's just singing so. an innocent child's song and he said, Not in my neck of the woods, <laughs> not today, not today, anti Semite four year old. I do, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. How about a six year old that spent a thousand dollars on Grubhub? See, that's an interesting choice. I've seen three thousand dollars on Amazon because of toys, uh, but Grubhub. Yeah, six thousand dollars. Okay, so is it, was, was it, a six-year-old spent one thousand oh. dollars? Oh, okay, six-year-old spent okay, so a thousand dollars at steak. That's a lot of money. Did he order a bunch of fine dining? Uh, uh, multiple locations. Oh, dang! So okay. what happened was, I mean, I would. He says he still doesn't find the humor in it. The dad. Mm. I don't know. A thousand dollars is a lot. That's what I was about to say as soon as you told your story. I have a seven-year-old, and um, I wouldn't have this problem because he would order it and he would get denied. I don't have a thousand dollars in my account yeah. for him to spend. I just don't. Like, uh, I don't. These are first-world problems. I just don't have. Yeah, same here. Yeah, We're like, cool, bro. You got uh, twenty dollars <laughs> worth of McDonald's. All right, good for you. <laughs> I know. So that's all I'll, we can I'll, afford. I'll make it up in a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this dad gave his phone to his kid because. He wanted to play games on the phone, but mm-hmm. instead ordered, uh, went on the Grubhub app, yeah, and just started ordering food. Insane amount of food. It was a thousand dollars worth. That's a and, lot of food. And you know, it takes like, like forty five minutes or so, right? Mm-hmm. Have you you ordered like Grubhub, DoorDash, those things? No, I don't. I, I those are those charge a lot. And again, I'm not made of money, so yeah. I if, if I do order like let's say a pizza, I'll go pick it up because it's just down the street. I'll yeah. go pick it up and save myself that fee. I don't even want to tip a driver. That's how cheap I am. Yeah. What, tippy for driving? Yeah. And not crashing? Sure. No, but uh, it takes about 45 minutes or so, I would guess. Just like mm-hmm. on average to, you know, you order the food before it arrives at your door. So yeah. as he's putting his kid to bed, his doorbell keeps ringing. And he opens the door and there's food on his doorstep. Just driver after driver. Driver after just, he's like, just what the heck is this? And then same thing. Closes the door. A couple minutes another, go by. Ding uh, dong. Ding dong. And so he finally asks, he's like, what are you, what are you delivering? He's like, food. And uh, they had ordered um, uh, chicken pita sandwiches. I can't imagine how many. Or uh, who makes that? Jumbo shrimp. This is from like multiple locations. Oh, okay. There's jumbo shrimp. Salads, shawarma, and ch- and chicken pita sandwiches. Wherever this location is, it's very diverse, and I, I wish it was like that here. Yeah, yeah, uh, like chili cheese things. fries. Yeah, from from uh, Chili's. Ice cream. Yeah, grape leaves. It's probably the same place he got the shawarma from. Oh, those are uh, the dolmatas. Those are good. And rice. 
<laughs> all of those things showed up. Do you think he purposely chose these things or he's just clicking stuff and that's what happened? He's just, up? He just looking stuff. at pictures. So he, you know, he didn't even go to like, he's six. He didn't go to McDonald's or like any of these places that he recognizes. He went to these fancy places. Well, when he opened it up, it'll say like, you know, the most popular near you. So it might've been oh, okay. just clicking, just clicking, clicking, clicking. Just clicking mm-hmm. buying food. It's a thousand dollars. This is a fun game, daddy. Daddy, this is a fun game. Yeah. And he oh. couldn't cancel them because he knew they were, he, once he recognized, you know, a couple deliveries in, mm-hmm. Uh, I need to check the app and see how much other shit is coming to the door. He couldn't yeah. cancel them. He tried calling the restaurant, like, "Hey, can you cancel the order?" And like, "Hey, sorry, you got to deal with Grubhub. We, oh, we have nothing no. to do with. We have nothing to do with it." And but he couldn't get a hold of Grubhub, so just he let all the food come in. Luckily, uh, his wife uh, runs like a bakery, mm-hmm. um, so they have a bunch of extra uh, fridge space. So they just had food for a week two weeks would be my guess yeah i would think so they just kind of so the mom seems more relaxed than the dad in this situation she's like well like we have all this good food right now like they didn't like just like after they put the kid to bed and i that's probably if we just like dealt with the situation me and emily we would have put the kid to bed and we would have splurged on the ice cream and and all the food they didn't just like watching like the last of us right now and just like oh well might as well eat it it's here yeah so <clears throat> quote from the dad. Well, all of the food was being delivered and I figured out what happened. I went to talk to Mason, who's his kid, about what he did. And this is the only part that makes me laugh. I was trying to explain to him that this wasn't good. And he puts his hand up and stops me and says, Dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? <laughs> <laughs> he's got priorities, man. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he, at least he knows he ordered something that he wanted. Yeah. Do you think he was trying to do his parent? Like, cause he did, like I said, he ordered some pretty upscale stuff like Domathas and all these other things. And so you think he's like, I'm going to order my parents stuff that they like, and then I'm going to order oh, the pizza yeah. for me. I mean, yeah. he probably did. Cause six year olds are like, and they have a lot of empathy. Uh, uh empathy is, is feeling someone else's yeah, feelings. Right. They, they actually, they're very, they're, they know they can sense who you are like like luca is really like if i'm in a bad mood he knows and he knows to be good like if mm. i come home and have a hard day or like something's going on that's stressful he can sense it and he he changes his attitude accordingly so he doesn't get in trouble for me snapping for no reason you know yeah. what i mean so like kids the kids know so they're like hey i'm probably i'm gonna order myself stuff but you know what i probably won't get in trouble if i order them a bunch of stuff they like yeah they you like know? shrimp and shawarma. Like, they like this. yeah they like this they like this and just keeps clicking 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 but he got the one thing, the pizza, for himself. Yeah, that's the only thing he was looking yeah. forward to. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you can't get that, mad at kids for stuff like that, man. No, and, and like, I can see, like, this, this happens on Fortnite all the time. This happens on, you know, those uh, phone games where mm-hmm. they have, like, in, in-app purchases. This happens all the time. Uh, and it's really nothing new. Like I said, I saw an article, a kid ordered $3,000 worth of toys and stuff from Amazon. And they, the mom got, like, 80 boxes or something like that on her front yard. <laughs> and it was just, like, and he's and the picture's hilarious because he's just, like, he's smiling next to, like, these big old, like, this whole pile of boxes behind him. He's just the biggest smile on his face. Yeah. But, yeah, kids, kids do this stuff. It happens, man. Like, you can't, like, get mad. I mean, you can, but what's the point? What's the point? Well, yeah, and in the, in the the grand, grand scheme, scheme of things, it's your fault, right? Uh, because right. you don't you gave them a phone that wasn't locked down, right? With your with your information to yeah. purchase things at the click of a button, like there's no like safeguards in that regard. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, that's that's nuts. I have a, a story here uh, from Mexico. It's from February 25th. 
and it's from the Mexican president AMLO. Um, it's, it says in Spanish, um, este foto tomado por un ingeniero, so a picture taken by an engineer three days ago. It looks to be what he what is known in the Mexican culture as an alux or an alux, and uh, apparently it's from the Mayan culture, and it's basically uh, an elf type thing uh, that looks like Mayan peoples but smaller. It looks okay. like the traditional Mayan, you know, you know, with their nose rings and you know, the sh- you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. but like pint size, you know. So he posted the Mexican president posted this photo, and it's this. Uh, I don't know if this is good enough, but you see, that's the photo. Do you see kind of like in the center, there's what looks like hair. Yeah. Uh, and then like kind of hanging onto it. it. It looks like it's really witchy looking to me. You can see the eyes as I get closer. You see that? No, I, it looks like a tree. <laughs> yeah. Is, that, is there a tree? The tree. Yeah, oh, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Okay. Thick thing. Okay. So he posted that the Mexican president posted that and said, uh, three days ago, an engineer of his took this photo. Right. And interesting as it is that the Mexican president takes time from his busy schedule dealing with the cartels and whatever the hell he's got going on in that country. Cause it's a nightmare, uh, to take the time to tweet such an important photo of what I think looks like a witch, but he's calling in the Lux. And so <laughs> everyone immediately, because a president tweets something, you know, we've seen firsthand the whole world latches on. So everyone's like, oh, dude, yeah, what? Everyone's like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> what did you just take a picture? Why? Why? And then, and then the funniest part, dude, is that like immediately people started calling him out because this picture was taken from an article three years ago or two years ago, 2021. Yeah, two years ago. And it's from 2021. So I don't know what information, like he's, I guess he's too busy to fact check whatever he's posting on Twitter. Because again, this picture was from two years ago in a place called Nuevo Leon. And then it was used again in a December article in Thailand, so the same picture. So whatever AMLO is smoking, I mean, he's, I don't know what his deal is, dude. He's honestly just, uh, does he, it was he the actual one posting it? Or do you yes, think he has someone his, in his, office that posts for him because i think other than donald trump most of the presidents they have a social media team yeah they they have someone that posts for them and i think in the brave new world we live in i think this is him i think because donald trump started the shit or you know i think obama was the first to tweet something i believe if I might be wrong about that, but I'm, I believe he started with Obama. But, you know, Donald Trump took that shit to the next level. So I think now it's become commonplace for high-powered people to run their own accounts and post apparently whatever they're thinking about. So he Which, just saw the picture and said, he, I'm going to post he, it? He, yeah, and then he had the gall to say that an engineer of mine posted this three days ago. He took this photo three days ago of what appears to be an Alux. And I'm just... And immediately, I'm talking like the first response tweet is uh, someone calling him out like, hey, no, <laughs> no. This is not no. your photo, bro. You didn't take nope. this. Your engineer didn't take this. Yeah, I just don't so know. I, like, what is What would have been the purpose of him posting that that picture of the, the Nalux? Is it like uh, uh, in that culture, like, oh, it's good luck or something? Like when you see it? No, or, and even even in the article, questions that as well because it says uh, President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, otherwise known as AMLO, did not seem to be joking when he posted the photo of an alux, a mischievous woodland spirit in Mayan folklore. They, they questioned what what was the purpose of this? Why? Yeah. That's so, I, that just it's so random. 
Yeah, it's that's why I brought it up because it's just like what, dude. And the fact that he's wrong was really was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this because he couldn't even be bothered to fact check or see that this wasn't what he was talking about. Like, it's really not that hard, really not. Especially when you have a you're the president and you have a team. It really, should not be that yeah. hard. <clears throat> but also, if you take a picture off the internet and post it saying it's yours, you should know people can find out pretty quickly. Pretty quickly, yeah. And it's still up. I, I just checked it to his Twitter account. It's still posted. However, now I did notice that there is a fact check underneath it about it being an old photo. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. That's why presidents yeah. can run their own <laughs> yeah. uh, social media platforms. <laughs> like, can you imagine Joe Biden? Dude, I don't want to imagine. Like tweeting? Face. Yeah, it'd be all about ice cream all the time. It would just be talking about ice cream and corn pops. Oh, man. That would crack me up. (laughs) It would crack me up. It would be like, uh, have you ever, uh, our old co-host, Brian, he he sent me a couple tweets from Scottish people Twitter. You ever seen Scottish people Twitter? No. So this one, the first one he sent me was, uh, I don't know if I can do the accent, but it said, uh, was standing next to a goth at the traffic lights and they opened up their umbrella and... uh, and uh, honestly, shat myself. Thought the cunt was turning into a bat. <laughs> That's what? from Scottish Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So this next one says, was out walking Dexter and some bird stopped and went, oh, aren't you just gorgeous? To which I replied, oh, thank you. And she was like, I was talking to your dog. I, I know you were. Uh, I was saying thanks on behalf of him because he can't speak, you fucking space slice. <laughs> That's what I imagine Joe Biden's uh, tweets would be like. They just incoherent words. Just talking about nonsense? Nonsense, yeah. That's funny. Scottish (laughs) people having Twitter. And and Uh, typing how they talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like that. That they type how they talk, not English, but how they actually say the words. Yeah. Oh, That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, hey, did you hear about the guy in Hong Kong that got killed by the pig that he was trying to kill? No. No. So it was a 61-year-old butcher in Hong Kong who was found deceased apparently from uh, the pig that he was trying to kill. <laughs> so what was happening was they used a stun gun to put the pig down. Okay. Uh, the pig regained consciousness and then attacked the butcher who had a pretty large knife, a 15-inch meat cleaver That's in his a hand. a large knife, yeah. And so when he was... So I can't get a piece, piece it together because there's no video of it. Uh, but his colleague found him unconscious with a cleaver in his hand and a wound on his left foot. And then the guy was taken to the hospital and pronounced deceased. Jesus. I, I don't know if it was from the, the, the knife wound, if he bled out or mm-hmm. if the, the pig hit him in the head hard enough to just knock him to, out. Like, well, yeah, knock him so, dead. so he had a brain bleed essentially. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to, you know, put dinner on the table mm-hmm. and then it kills you. So did the pig win that fight or was it a draw? The pig won. Oh, so the pig's still going? Yeah. I think he deserves to live after killing his uh, would-be eater. Yeah, just put him back in the wild. 
yeah, dude, he he earned that. He's like, you're gonna eat me? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, it's like Hunger Games, today. right? Yes, exactly. He earned because the right to, to be alive. Yeah, give him you a survived. farm. Yeah, <laughs> like the movie Babe. Yeah, just give him a farm, dude. Just he deserves it. Uh, well, you know, people have to kill animals for their food, but in our society, we don't have to do that. We we have restaurants that we go to, and uh, you know, as Americans, we have certain expectations of these fast food joints we go to, right? So well, I expect them to get my food right when I order it. And if they don't get it right, I get obscenely okay. angry. Good. That's a good, but I'm I glad only, you're about, what would you be I, willing to do if they got it wrong? What would you do? Like, let's say what, you were so excited for whatever you're excited for. You order it and they get it wrong or forget something. What, what are you, what lengths are you willing to go to make that right? Generally, I just curse at them under my breath. When I open oh, up the bag yeah. and it's missing something, I'm like, you mother, yeah. how hard very, is very, your job type of thing? Very you know? Passive aggressively, you know, to yourself, you roll up the window first and then you, you call them every name that you possibly can without them hearing, of course. Yeah. But it's also, I don't realize something's missing until I get home or right. to too. work where I'm going to eat. And then I'm like, you motherfucker, you forgot the most important part. <laughs> if I go to Cane's and I order the damn chicken and there's no cane sauce. Oh yeah, white people in them cane uh, sauce. I'm just they don't mess with white people in cane sauce. I'm eating cardboard at that 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 point. I need the cane <laughs> yeah. sauce. But guess what? If it's not there, I'm gonna be pissed off, and then I'm just gonna eat the chicken. Without as far the cane as chicken sauce. goes, I prefer Popeyes over every chicken brand. Oh, Popeyes out there. is far superior than any than any of them. Any, any fried chicken place, right? And so uh, I think th- in this article, this woman agrees. A Georgia woman. Went to Popeyes, mm-hmm. uh, and this woman allegedly in Georgia. Drove her, oh, in Georgia, on. well, yeah, you know, I went so, the corner. <laughs> yeah. So the, the problem here is that this Georgia woman allegedly drove her vehicle into a Popeyes restaurant on purpose after biscuits were mistakenly left out of her order. Come on now, with it. She's really? fifty years old. Her name is Belinda Miller, and she was fifty, and she was charged with first degree criminal criminal damage to property and aggravated assault for driving her vehicle directly into the Popeyes because there was no biscuits and they're dry anyway. So maybe, I don't know. I, I, it seems a little overboard to me for the biscuits. If they have left out, like if uh, I got a four piece and they gave me three, I'm getting that other piece of chicken, but the biscuit, I'll, I'll let the biscuit go. I will let the biscuit go. I don't know, man. They're biscuits. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. They're like nice and moist. They're not even, <laughs> at least the ones I've had, they're never been dry. Yeah. It's not like KFC's. Biscuits. These ones are nice and and buttery, and I can understand the anger there. Really, I, not for me. Like, I would never. Wrong. I would never go to that extent to drive my no. own vehicle through the window of the restaurant because I didn't <laughs> get something. But yeah, yeah. So they they were they responded to it uh, after the gang. The police responded after getting some calls and uh, reports of an accident with injuries. So. Uh, the store's manager told police uh, Miller became angry when she discovered no biscuits with her order, and then she drove her SUV into a restaurant entrance. The manager said the restaurant corrected the mistake and gave her their biscuits prior to the crash. The manager also said the woman threatened staff before the incident, including calling the store and threatening to drive her car. She just made good on her promise. Now I'm, now I'm on her side because she told them she's going to do it. Yeah, but they gave her her fucking biscuits, bro. No, yeah, they corrected it, but it was, you know, it's too little too late at that point. And she she told them what she's going to do. And it's their fault for not uh, listening and believing her. So uh, this <laughs> yeah, woman did nothing wrong. This woman, this woman did nothing wrong. This woman did nothing wrong. And um, 
they should have just got the order right the first time. Shame on you, Popeyes, for leaving. Yeah, this isn't a story about a, a crazy one. This is about flaky biscuits. This is about doing your job properly. Okay, that's what this whole story is about. I mean, I would be in agreement, although I would never go to the extent of driving my car through the restaurant, even after they corrected it. Oh, there's more to it. Off because yeah. they left out the biscuits. I'm like, hey, a holes, you forgot my biscuits. <laughs> And they're like, okay, sorry about that. Here you go. Here's an extra <laughs> one because we feel bad. But it's and Popeyes. They're not saying sorry about that. They're like, here, here's your biscuits. Those are now what? added. The problem is that she can taste the attitude in the biscuits. That's the problem. Yeah. So the, the thing is, uh, it doesn't stop there, apparently. I, I stopped reading too soon. She says um, she continued driving into the store until her vehicle was stopped by debris. She would have kept going if she wasn't stopped by whatever she was in her all way. the way to the back. She was as she went as far as she could. She was gassed it until her car stopped because of debris, and then she fled the scene. And then, wow. uh, oh, not on foot. She backed the SUV out and was later found at her home with damage to the front. <laughs> uh, she's given a bond of more than four thousand dollars. That's low. Yeah, because That's real low. Generally, you don't have to pay ten percent of the of that bond or the bail at a bond mm. agency. So you're paying $400. Because she almost hit an 18-year-old kid. An employee, an 18-year-old employee. Yeah, I think she, she didn't, be but almost. attempted murder in there, right? There should, be a lot, there should be a lot of charges, but it says it's unclear if she's still in custody. So that's good. But again, that's fine because I'm on her side. Well, if you work at Popeye's in the area, <laughs> shelter in place. <laughs> <laughs> or make sure you have extra biscuits. I think we got time for one more. Do you have one more lined up? Uh, yeah, I got another one lined up. Um, do you live is the house that you live in part of a, a HOA? No, it, I don't think it is. These are houses from the sixties. These are old neighborhoods. Have you ever been part of an yes. HOA? Yeah, back back where I live in Southern California, Menifee, it was all HOA because it's Menifee. They're all twenty oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. HOAs suck. HOAs suck, man. There's so it's so Come there's on. so many rules. It's so a, many it, rules. Like, yes, you're living in a nice area, but the amount of rules they put on what color your house can be, you know, there was one story, um, you know, the Rivian trucks. Yeah, those are nice. So a, uh, a guy bought one mm-hmm. and parked it in front of his house, but in the HOA that he lives in, they forbid uh, any uh, work trucks. Um, from being parked on the street or in the driveway. They have to be mm-hmm. like in the garage or you can't park them there. Mm-hmm. Well, they kept citing him because he was parking his Rivian That's in not front of his house. Truck. I know, but they it falls under that category. In what way? It's an electric it's vehicle. A, well, it's a truck. Uh, so a work fell, truck, though. Yeah, it's trust clearly me, a difference. But he was trying to fight it. Mm-hmm. And everyone around is like, hey, you know, because... A Rivian costs probably close to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they're very expensive. They're they're powerful too. They're I think they're, they're gonna nice. be uh, bigger than Cybertruck. I think in far as as far as sales go, because Tesla's well, kind of tanky anyway. But well, Cybertruck is everyone's kind of over that. Everyone's over Tesla at this point. So many people own them. I actually saw a picture of a Tesla driver who rebadged it to Civic. He prefers to have a Civic badge on his Tesla <laughs> than the Tesla T. So yeah, people are kind of over the Tesla. Even though everyone owns them, they they teased the Cybertruck how long ago? How three long or four it? years ago? The, and yeah, where nothing. is it? No, it's I think it, that's Elon Musk's garage. 
that's I think that's the frustration they have is like, hey, I've, we can. I Ford came out with an electric truck before fucking. That thing's so nice, the F one fifty Lightning a, thing. Yeah, dude, that thing's gorgeous, man. I don't like Fords that much, but looking at that, it's a good looking truck. Yeah, uh, but so yeah, I, I think I think, I think they're over. Problem, the problem. part of the problem is that when he uh, was like kind of like the Apple when. Uh, Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone. He had like three or four ready to go because they kept kept crashing. So he just grabbed the next iPhone. <laughs> it was kind of like that with Tesla because he had the Cybertruck and he's like, "Oh, they're indestructible windows." And then he hit it and it broke immediately. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's that. Well, yeah. This but guy. As as did, he, yeah. So yeah, I, I tell you that to tell you this. Okay. A guy in Florida. I don't know. They always go back to Florida. Yeah, this is a Florida I mean, episode, I guess. All the craziest stories come from Florida. Uh, he said his true. Con- he set his condo on on fire uh, out of revenge against his HOA. And, oh, and he also <laughs> shot himself in the neck. In, out, out of revenge. Yep, out for of the HOA. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, he lit his condo, which was the upper condo. Yeah, shot himself in the neck. So when paramedics showed up and the fire department showed up, they found him bleeding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he set him his his freaking condo on fire. Which With then, him inside? No, uh, he got out. Oh, okay, he got out. So he was on the sidewalk bleeding and yeah. the house behind him on fire. Yeah. And the one he damaged through their properties. Over oh, he has his condo. Yeah, they're close together. Um, and then it flooded the condo below him, obviously. But Yeah. Do we know why? Uh, there, It didn't specify. It just said an act of revenge against his homeowners association. Okay. Yeah, uh, like... That's it. Yeah, just I, I don't know. I, I don't I, know what I the HOA did. To I piss think we it, people who have lived in those neighborhoods with the HOA and who deal with it monthly, daily, whatever, they understand. I don't think people who know what the HOA is need context. I think they're like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I think they're just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Well, you're, you're paying a, an extra fee to the HOA. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you have to spend a shit ton of money because they you can't let your you know, your front yard go rampant because they're Speaking gonna find which, you. Relevant, did you see that article about the guy who um was an elderly man? He was like 80, 75, 80 years old, and his regular gardener like moved or stopped doing that route. So he even though he tried to get like that neighborhood app or try to get people in the neighborhood to cut his grass for him, he he dis he was like on a business trip or something. He wasn't even around and he didn't know that his regular gardeners didn't show up and cut his grass. So he was overgrown. And they charge them like I, I don't know exactly how much they charge them, but they charge them a shit ton of money, like tens of thousands, if not more. And oh, because he of his, fought it because of his overgrown grass. I, I feel like I doubt they did this, but I feel like they charge them by the inch, like ten thousand dollars an inch or something, because they charge them an absurd amount. And he fought it, and he lost yeah. because he under the HOA guidelines, you're supposed to maintain your yard. He wasn't there, and he's an elderly man. He needed help anyway. And then it's just the HOAs are. A menace, dude. They are a menace. No, they for sure are. There's no wiggle room. It's like, hey, if you plead your case and say, hey, I'm sorry, I was, it won't happen again, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. shit, I'll find another gardener. I didn't know. But instead, you get fined tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. 
for nothing, dude, for nothing. That's so stupid. And like I said, the one I was talking about, he's an elderly man. Give the man a break. He can't do it himself. And he, but he wasn't even there. Yeah. He wasn't even there. Yeah. I, it's absurd. And actually, uh, one of my favorite bands, Psycho Stick, they have a song called Loathe Thy Neighbor, and it's all about how the HOA sucks. And whenever they do, because uh, they do the song part, and they have like a little tiny skit in the song, and they knock on the door. And whenever they knock, the HOA representative sounds like a Nazi. <laughs> speaks in a German accent. <laughs> it's just like... It's so funny though, uh, but I think that uh, it's time for uh, what time is it? What time is it? Well, I think it's time for today's top story. Today's top story comes out of Valley Mills, Texas. Ooh, we're going to Texas now. Yeah, I think that's that's a different type of Florida. It's it's not as crazy, but I think we get some gnarly stories out of Texas. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, there's just like so a, many fucking people there. It's such a huge state. So so many Californians in Texas. It's insane. Um, so, like I said, Valley Mills, Texas, and when it comes to pranks, we kind of all have different meanings of what a prank is, right? I mean, some someone might find something innocent as a prank, like uh, I, I switched your salts for for sugar, or you know, vice versa for your coffee. You know, yeah, and, but, you know, I like, put semen in your shampoo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, see, different Classic. context. I mean, it's just like, for example, the best example I could think of is that time on CKY when Deco uh, smeared uh, used toilet paper on Ryan Dunn's lips. And then when they were talking about it, Bam Margera told Ryan Dunn, uh, why don't you just rub jelly on him? Just fucking dump fucking jelly on him or something. Jelly? The guy fucking put shit on my face and you're talking about jelly. Dude. God, it's so yeah. classic. It's so good. CQI, man. Under, I think it's underrated, honestly, because uh, Jackass came around real quick mm-hmm. after that. Yep. But man, yeah, great show. But yeah, like I said, someone might rub shit on your face and someone might think jelly is an appropriate response. Like they're, they're yeah. not on even playing fields, but that's how people think. Like a prank means something different to everybody, right? And so the, the problem is uh, <laughs> this... This whole debacle that I'm about to talk about started at 12.30 a.m. the morning of February 25th when what sounded like young boys began yelling profanities and trying to talk to officers over the Bosque County radio frequencies. So the police officers who heard these young kids immediately were like, hey, get off this line. This is only for emergency situations. And in fact, like at that moment when the kids first started um, yelling profanities at the at the emergency personnel over the inter- over the radio mm-hmm. they were actively fighting a fire at that moment so the, everyone who heard him was like dude kids like what, whoever you are stop yeah we're, this we're is trying a, to, yeah trying to do a job here we're trying to right. work here kid yeah you're, you're this is a secure line what, what are you doing get out of here um but that didn't matter you know because they were kids so even though they were like hey we're we're in the middle of something here and you shouldn't be on this anyway the kids kept just yelling profanities and laughing and and just kept on being kids so it's just i think it's hilarious uh, the the once the sun was up <laughs> on saturday the fire department pretty quickly realized that a handheld radio was missing from one of their trucks and uh the thing is, once they realized that these kids hadn't like just used a regular or even like a CB radio type walkie, like a more powerful one, uh, to stumble upon the emergency frequency, that an actual radio had been stolen with the emergency services frequency already on it. Um, the the Boss County Sheriff, um, he said, all resources available will be used to locate the stolen handheld radio and arrest those responsible for the criminal act, as this has become an elevated priority. 
man, it must be slow up in Boston. Yeah, County. Right. <laughs> like there's I, an I, APB I, for the fucking radio thieves. Admittedly, like it, the stolen uh, county property, they do take that more seriously. But from the beginning, the article made it pretty clear that it was known that these voices were young boys. Like it's not like some older man or whatever is like messing with them and continuously mess with them because it never says they do it again. It just says that that night when they got the radio, um, that they just kept yelling into the microphone on the radio. And I still think it's hilarious. Uh, this sheriff does not, uh, because he goes on to say, I wonder if they heard over the radio, like find basically a manhunt for these kids. And they're like, Oh shit. Yeah, exactly. They, they hear over the, the calls over the radio is like find them. Yeah, they, hit the, find they hit the radio under their bed. Yeah, and then they're, <laughs> they just throw the radio down, and someone's walk away. It's like don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So yeah, uh, the sheriff, like I said, is super upset about all this, and he goes on to say, uh, "This case. Oh, wait, sorry. <clears throat> this case will be investigated fully, and criminal charges will be filed." Uh, again i get why they're pissed but from what i understand like i said this is just a prank gone too far by a couple of boys like uh relax a little you know yeah it's a little slap on the wrist yeah don't, don't do it again go about your day <laughs> i don't know why i think it's so it's so funny like it sounds like a great prank in my opinion it sounds wonderful like i don't know i had uh, that um happen once where we had a... You stole a radio? Sorry. No, I didn't steal a radio. Someone stole one of our radios when I was working. Oh, you're uh, on the receiving end of this. All right, cool. Yeah. So I used to work at the Raves in at the LA Coliseum before... Okay. Um, oh, man, what year was it? 2011 when the 15-year-old died at EDC, and then they kind of put a oh, ban. EDC. Yeah, they put a ban on him I for thought a that while. was in Vegas. It went to was... Vegas after... Because I've always seen, like, at the raceway, this massive, like, fairground. And I've always, I'm really into, like, uh, metalcore and, and, like, heavier music. But I have always wanted to go to EDC. Like, there's just something about, like, the stage setup. And and, it's dope, dude. Dude, they put so much effort into that, dude. I want to go so bad. Oh, yeah. They set up, like, carnival rides and stuff. So when I was, because they moved it to Vegas after that 15 year old died. Mm-hmm. So they they don't have it in LA anymore. They, yeah, okay. they permanently moved it to Vegas. Um, but one of the last ones I was working, um, it, it was a separate rave, and it was after the 15-year-old died. So then they started uh, requiring proof of ID because you had mm-hmm. to be 18 years of age or older to go to the raves. Before that, okay. it, was, it was considered a family event. Yeah, so, so they you didn't bought have, a ticket, you, you're in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so... Th- the process of getting in, you had to be funneled through these lines and show your ID to security, and then they would let you in. Mm-hmm. Well, where I was being staged at, a large group had started forming, and quickly law enforcement, LAPD, realized what was going to happen, meaning they were going to rush the yeah, guards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so they formed a riot line. Oh, dang, and, they responded and, right away. Oh, yeah. It, it took That's like so, it was like so five in, minutes, are, and all of a you're sudden, watching, you're watching. You are watching this happen as someone working the event. So you see the crowd rushing, and you see the officers responding in real time. Yes. Dang, that's nuts! And, it just reminds me like that scene of Lord of the Rings, where like, it, um, 
Ar- Aragorn's like with you know for Frodo and everyone, oh, yeah, like charging Mordor. Is that's what I think of, and uh, the fact was, that the police responded with like riot gear right away is insane. They're just like, oh, they were, like, dude, they were hold. clubbing, they were clubbing people, dude. That's, they're just like, there was a security guard that took an errant shot because she was just in the wrong place at the wrong at the right time. She took a club to the head. Dang. Uh, so they had uh, sea containers too to create mm. a uh, uh, kind of like a little zone for the yeah. event. And people were climbing over the sea containers. It was Dang. like World War Z. That's nuts. It was, it was people trying to get into a rave. But dude, that's what kind of what happened at that uh, those the Travis Scott show where people died and they got trampled. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. They kept climbing and going under the fences, and that's that's why they were they were over. Uh, over capacity because they didn't sell too much. Uh, they sold the right, they sold out, but people forced their way in. And that's what the problem was. Yeah. And the Travis Scott show that, that people died in is they were, they were way over capacity because people just found a way in like thousands, like thousands of people found a way in. It's great. I had the exact, and again, not to go on a side tangent, but I had a similar thing happen at one of the EDCs where people were hopping over a fence onto the field. Dang. And they were, they were going to shut it down. Yeah. Um, because people were like in like being seriously injured. Dang. Like a like couple people died. Trampled. Yeah. yeah like trampled. Yep. It's crazy. But anyway, so after uh the riot police stepped in, stopped the crowd, uh it was probably like an hour had gone by, and all of a sudden we started hearing a female voice over the radio <laughs> just yelling obscenities. Yeah. And yeah. where did it I sound was, like she had all her teeth? No, she was missing some. <laughs> you could just tell by the voice. I can tell by the voice. <laughs> this woman's missing some teeth. Yeah, but I can hear if you were, you know, using the radio inside the event grounds, you would hear the music really loud in the background of the radio. Oh, oh okay. When she was talking, you could barely hear it. Oh, so and you guys it, were thinking, using your brains on this and one. I, and I was like, it kind of sounds about as far away from the event as I am because I was on the far edge. Mm-hmm. So I just started walking around the little park area that was on the outside. Oh, okay. I saw just this homeless woman holding on to the radio. <laughs> you just see her on the wide open. She didn't even care. So, she so doesn't I, even care. Yeah. And so I did a radio check on my radio to see if I heard mm-hmm. my voice come out of it. And it did. And then, so I got LAPD involved saying, Hey, this is stolen radio. And she didn't want to give it back. And they're like, well, you, you pointed to this woman. It's like, is that right there? That that's, woman, that's my radio. That's a stolen radio right there. And like, well, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to give it back. So there's nothing we can do. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> The, I'm sorry, the, the police officer that yep. is witnessing a crime in front of them said, too bad? They said, how can he prove it's your radio? <laughs> what? Yes. What? LAPD. Come on. It, it was crazy. I was like, well, what, what dimension are we in? Yeah, what I, is this? I ended up having Amateur to bribe hour? her. Yeah, I bribed her with food to get the radio. Yeah. Back. Nice. You had to police the people. Yes. With- what what that was, dude, dude he's witnessing a crime it's like oh you can't prove that's yours well You're- there wasn't like a name on the radio or anything so you guys didn't label him it wasn't mine it was a it was whatever the event company didn't label no the event didn't label him that's no. kind of crazy i feel like that's a misstep on their part also a misstep on the police not just being like hey hand over that clearly not your radio crackhead lady yeah, <laughs> yeah was- how, how does a tent the person living in a tent afford a state-of-the-art radio <laughs> yeah i did it was mind-blowing that they yeah. just stood there and like well we can't can't do anything about it and basically left 
Like they walked <laughs> away. This sounds so like a just, you problem. So it was me <laughs> and and the supervisor for the company I was working for. We were standing there with her and we're like, how can we get this radio back? Like, we'll give you food, whatever you want. She's like, I'll take some food. So we gave her food. What, what did you end up giving her? Oh, I don't remember. It was like whatever was at the event, hot dogs and some other shit. Dang. So the, the cop witnessed a, and you told on this lady and you said, Hey, that's my radio. And he's like, no, it's, it's not. And then he's Basically, like, oh. prove it. So <laughs> good, good luck with that. This sounds like a you problem. I'm going to go ahead and head back to the EDC, whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Par for the course, I guess for LAPD with their stand up police work. It was, it was crazy. Dude, that's nuts. But uh, that's our show for today. That's our show. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. If you got this far, we appreciate you. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach us at Bad News Bears Pod at Gmail at gmail.com. It's pod at Gmail and then Bad News yeah, Bears Podcast on all the socials. All the socials. And then we have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm if you want to ask us questions or submit your own articles. We'd love to talk about it. If you you know anything that's happening in your town that's interesting or you think we should know about, send it to us. We'll talk about it. Let us know. Make fun of it a little bit. We'll cover it. But but yeah, that's all we have for today. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye, Catch you later. Oh, yeah. Emily will be back. Oh yeah, she's not dead or anything. Nah, she's fine. It'll be fine. At least I think so. Yeah, I'm having to trust Octavia. Yeah, uh, she's alive for sure. That's as much like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah. Oh, thanks for listening and keep it not keep your teeth in your mouth. Keep it real. What did they say? Yeah, I think so. I've heard that before. Yeah. Mm. Hang loose. If you can, don't go to Florida. I would say there's avoid Florida. Yep. Yeah. It's hot and there's snakes and iguanas. Just don't go there. Yeah. Just, you know what? Let's just get rid of it. <laughs> Let's just get rid of it. It's fun. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye.